Hi, I'm Robin. I'm 14 years old and I went through a really extreme event that I can't tell anyone about. Not even my friends and definitely not my family. Everyone would think I've gone completely insane. If someone had told me this story a while ago, that's exactly what I would have thought. And nothing could have convinced me otherwise. The thing is, I have an extraterrestrial friend with whom I've spent the most incredible two days of my life. He definitely changed me. It happened on a Saturday a few months ago. I'd been at my friend Tom's house and it was very late when I started to head home. Suddenly, there was some sort of capsule in front of me. I crouched down, thinking it was a container or a toy, but it was too dark to see. I pocketed it out of curiosity and planned to take a closer look the next morning. Once home, I carelessly placed the capsule on a chair along with my jacket and went to sleep. That night, I had absolutely confusing dreams in which a strange being with a large eye appeared. It had a gelatinous body and some sort of antennae. In the dream, I thought the weird thing with its slimy body was pretty creepy and gross. When my parents left to play tennis on Sunday morning, I was still sitting at the table when I suddenly noticed something in the corner of my eye. Easy, easy, it's all right, I guess I said to myself, and looked at my left shoulder. There it was, looking the same as in my dream. The thing rolled over my arm onto the table and looked at me. Don't panic now, I thought in panic, and calm down, calm down. I'm your friend, I heard inside me, vibrating strangely. It's not me at all. It's you saying that, isn't it? I asked. Again, I heard that vibrating voice inside me saying, Yes, you were incredibly quick to realize this for a human. Who are you? I asked out loud. I'm sorry. I heard the voice inside me. I don't mean to be arrogant. Please don't be afraid. No, I'm not. But who are you? What are you doing here? What is this all about? I said, somewhat confused. Would you stop talking? The little thing asked me. I understand you anyway. Your thoughts and speech are getting pretty confusing, which makes it hard for me to understand it all. Unbelievable, I thought. But it was all so completely crazy, I didn't wonder at all. I tried, but believe me, it's hard to control your thoughts. I'm from a galaxy not too far away. But you humans may not know that yet. Anyway, I was here several centuries ago and now I want to find out how far you have evolved. I am what is called a scientist. Or an explorer. I have no name or gender, but call me Ammo. A little reference to Amorphous. That suits my form better, I think. Ammo asked me to lead him to our knowledge. He was astonished when I sat him down in front of my laptop. The last time he visited our planet, he said he was at the National Library of France in Paris. And he'd been studying us humans for over two years. He made me promise not to talk to anyone about him until he left. Then I could decide for myself. 
But he would advise against it, he said. My head was a big mess, but I decided to go on this adventure. And I was sure, in a deep and strange way, that I could trust Ammo. He stayed on the laptop all day, while I went with my parents to visit my grandparents. Ammo had also stayed on the laptop all night. Then, in the morning, he wanted to go to school with me in my backpack. I asked him what he had discovered tonight, and he told me that, to his understanding, we humans had made a major leap in our development after his last visit. But he found the pervasive aggressiveness, which he said is only a characteristic of primitive species, completely incomprehensible. It is illogical and totally destructive, he said. You are continually destroying everything you've built at great cost. Aggression is never part of a solution. It's always just another problem. The most evolved species otherwise invariably seek collective and creative solutions. I probably won't stay long because humans as a whole are not at a point where I can recommend contact with you to my planet's society. I was speechless. But we had already reached my class as well. Tom asked me if I wasn't awake yet. I mumbled something unintelligible and he explained that there was a math test coming up. And suddenly I remembered that my parents had still asked about it at dinner. I silently asked Ammo to be quiet now, to which he commented with, All right, I'm busy. Barely two minutes later the test began and fortunately I was able to glance at Tom's paper from time to time. The rest of the school day passed quickly and what I wanted most was to get away to continue talking with Ammo. Tom asked me if we were going to do anything later, but I just said, not today, I have something to do, and ran off in another direction. When I asked Ammo what he had done at school, he said, I found that you guys think very negatively. You are hardly attentive or kind. For example, your friend Tom got mad at you for copying him without asking. And you got mad at him for not taking his arm off the table to let you see his work better. But in reality, he was disappointed that you hadn't answered him yesterday and that you were so weird this morning. In fact, you barely noticed him at all. The same was true of the others in his class, and his teachers as well. Very unfortunate. I had to think about it for a while. When I got home, luckily no one was around, and I was finally able to ask Ammo about his world. He began to tell me, every night we form protective nets with our bodies over our energy sources until it is daylight again, so that they do not freeze. The cold does not harm ourselves, but without the sources we would have to leave. Long ago, we struggled with this task, argued, and often did not get it right. Many of us suffered for it. At some point in our evolution, we understood that we could also use this task and learn to make the most of it. Today, we love these nights more than anything. We resonate together and become one mind and one body. Similar to how a sponge works on Earth. For hours, I listened to him attentively. When I heard my parents coming home, I quickly took Ammo to my room to get the laptop. I told them that after dinner I was going to go to Tom's house, do something for school and stuff. 
Amo was already leaving that night and I wanted to spend time with him and still had a tremendous amount of questions. So after dinner I packed my backpack with Amo and the capsule and went to the park. I asked him what I could do and if he would be back. Yes, he said. In about 200 years, I'll stop by again. Maybe I'll run into one of your descendants. That would be nice. You ask what you can do to solve your problems. Be just a person who is as good as he can be with all his might. No more, no less. Control your thoughts and action will come automatically. Believe me, it's a big undertaking and you'll have your hands full trying to carry it out. We talked about a lot of other things. But around midnight, he said goodbye, got into his capsule and flew away. I thought about telling Tom that about ammo for a while, but decided against it. I thought a lot about honesty and what and how I would like to be and become. I talked to him about it and asked him about his ideas. At first he thought it was strange and that I had changed. But after a while he told me, you used to be inconsiderate and more interested in yourself. Still, you've been my best friend since the first grade. But lately I think you're really good. We had to laugh. I wish I could meet Amo again because I still have so many questions. In any case, it was the most exciting two days of my life and I will never forget them.